Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. Now we're coming to my pet peeve now, decision making. If we, if we fail in anything, we will fail in this. Sometimes I'm chairman of the board of big organisations where we do humanitarian work around the world. We may have the directors fly in from many countries, maybe to Sydney or Singapore or London or Chicago. And if I'm chairman of the board, we do our demographics, we send out our prayer chains, we raise the money, and we'll sit around a boardroom table and we'll go over all the details. And finally, I'll say, well, look, we're going to call for a vote. Are we going to move ahead or are we going to keep spinning the wheels? And as soon as I call for a vote, some twit on the board, some knothead, says, Mr. Chairman, I've got a feeling in my spirit about this. I tell them to go to the bathroom, we'll wait for them. I mean, what's happening to us? I mean, you can correct something, you can't correct nothing. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Who can know him? And some people are very decisive in avoiding decisions. And indecision sometimes is confused with patience. Don't let the dissenters be the deciders. You know, we have been proven that successful people, I want you to get this one, successful people make decisions quickly and change them rarely, and unsuccessful people make decisions and slow and change them often. They make slow decisions and change them often. That is a proven fact. You see, you can be intelligent without being smart. See, when you make a firm decision, what you're doing, you're taking charge of your life. And I've often found that the decisions often become the hinges of destiny. And I'm going to be talking about that on Tuesday night, a sense of destiny. Number 13, willpower. Some time ago, I wrote a book called Willpower. Isn't it amazing, in 2,000 years of Christianity, we've looked at the saints of old and the wonderful things that they did and the faith that they had, but it would have been useless without willpower. And we have a little tiny shot at something. If it doesn't work, we say, well, God's not in it. You see, a weak willpower usually hides in the obscurity of conformity. The Bible says, whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do, do not conform. Well, what am I supposed to do? Transform. How? By the renewing of your brain. And to try and get Christians to spend money on their brains is like trying to remove abscessed teeth. I've said to my wife, uh, according to behavioural scientists and psychologists, they, they say I have a very unusual brain. I can, uh, I can write a, write a best-selling book in 14 hours or longhand without any reference material and it's usually very, very valuable at the end. I can subtract and do all sorts of things very, very quickly. And I've said to my wife, uh, they said he's got a very unusual mind, but we, we haven't seen anything quite like it. I said, if anything happens to my brain, 
and they're perfected brain implants, get me a Christian brain. She said, why? I said, because it's never been used. Straight off the showroom floor. Straight off the showroom floor. You know, this thing called willpower. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't package it. Rarely can you subdue it. Your influence throughout your life will shrink or expand relative to your willpower. 